The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month, and every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, guys and girls, welcome to the only show on planet God dang earth where we pick anything and everything to face off an eight subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am, of course, your handsome, delicious host. Big Chuck and I am joined as always by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, and more importantly, my co-host, Tim, the middle joystick, France. Oh. Tim, would you uh if you are the middle joystick on an N64 controller? Yeah. I i.e. the most important piece of an N64 controller. 100 percent With the most easily broken. <laughs> and without it, you just throw away the controller. Yeah, you might as well just go get a new one because you're that essential. Yeah. Uh, would that make wreck my podcast the D-pad? Mm. Or maybe maybe a right maybe a left bumper because you're not going over there. I mean, you're breaking over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's the break or the aim down the sights button. Yeah, um, I would say that they are they're the C buttons. They're the camera buttons. See, I was I was thinking that too. I was kind of thinking that, but like I so. By the way, our topic, we're finally doing it. It's happening. Tim. Yeah. The greatest N64 game of all time. We just paid that guy $10,000 to say that. Should have done that earlier. Timothy, fucking get with it on the goddamn horn. Piece of shit. Why is he still here, Tim? I wanted to give him another chance. I, he was close. He was a lot closer there. Than we have 127 people that work for the research team, and you give that fucker the fucking Kev can do a better job with the fucking horn than he could. Actually, Who? Kev, Kev. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Satan's son, the gigantic uh, goat I man. His name was Dev. You're right. It is Dev. Kev, Dev, I am super sorry about that. Holy shit, I'm so. He has actually. Uh, he has an older brother named Kevin. Kevin and Devin. Yeah, yeah. I just met them the other day. I confuse them all the, the time. The old Kev Dev. Yeah. Um, um yeah tim they're the d-pad they're uh, they're a bunch of d-bags that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> got him um well except Kreger. he's the start button yeah 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 because without him we can't do anything no those those guys can't do you anything. can't even start your game no you can't nope all right well you could hit the a button yeah yeah but it says press start you know what i mean you can use not Craiger. You can. Right. But that's it's that's telling fair. you what to do. I can tell you what a bunch of D-bags aren't doing, Tim. Is that leaving five-star reviews five on Apple Podcasts? Five-star goddamn reviews. We get it, Tim. We're going to talk about my most embarrassing moments. I don't... This is... I don't... Actually, I'm actually happy because I don't want to talk about it. Right. I don't want to... I don't want to have to relive that trauma that therapists have done so good at helping me suppress those feelings. Right. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody would want to hear such stories as uh, 
I'm not proud. I'm really not proud of this one. The time I accidentally made fun of a Jehovah's Witness kid uh, in class for 47 minutes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. If you want to learn about how much of a piece of shit I was in eighth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, uh, go ahead and go over and give us a five star review. You know what? On uh, iTunes. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. If we get 51 star reviews. Oh. I will start an OnlyFans. Wow. Okay. And I will. That's weird. Mostly just insert things into myself. Oh, good God. Um, Here's the thing. I'll be completely honest with you. Wait. I mean, if we don't get, wait, I mean, I don't know what I mean. Do you just want to start an OnlyFans? Is that what's happening? Just want to put things inside me. (laughs) Oh, God. Some glizzies. Okay. Jesus. Lord have mercy. I can tell you what you could put in yourself. That's stuff that we give away over at professionalcasual.com slash giveaways. Yeah. Because once you win it, you can do whatever you want with it. You can. You can. Go over. Patreon.com. No. Professionalcasual.com slash giveaways. Yeah. Um, find out what we're giving away. This month is uh, we're actually giving away something from the store. Yeah. From teespring.com slash store slash Professional casual or um, just head over to our website and click uh, the store tab professional casual.com slash store. Yeah. Um, and we're giving something away from our store to one of our Patreon backers. Hell yeah, we are at the $5 tier and up. Just yeah. fucking send her out. Get yeah. some free swag. You get to pick it. Get, it doesn't matter. Get that. I'm nearly invulnerable while blasting t-shirt. Yeah. Get whatever we get put up for this show. The sk- shattered skull brewery shirt. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is, we are going to sell. So we are going to be the John Cena's and just sell merch out our fucking assholes and to little kids. Here's the thing. Uh, I believe in this show so much. Sure. Uh, as as the owner and operator of Tim's big old fucking podcast network. Um, we have a number of shows on this network. Uh-huh. Uh, I like this one the most. Wow, that's uh, and, a statement. And I want, it's not even the flagship show. It's not even the flagship show. It's not even the flagship show. And I want this one to do the best. Okay. So I want to issue a challenge. Wow, a challenge. Um, we have a store up. A challenge. For every one of our shows. Okay. And then one for the network as a whole that has all the items from it. Uh-huh. I want Elite Eight Showdown's merch and their, 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 their shirts and their wife book. Their shirts and their, I was going to say wife beaters. Can you not say that? You can't say that anymore. Um, Tank tops. Their shirts and their their tank tops, their mouse pads, their their COVID masks. I want those to do the best out of anything that's on those stores. Uh-huh. So I want you to check out the professional casual store and only get things from the Elite Eight Showdown section. Yeah. Tell Dan at Big Fiction Energy to fuck himself. Go fuck yourself with your whale. Tell Gapapa to get popping out of here. Yeah. Tell the space between that. You know, the space between that middle finger you're going to give them. Yeah. Yeah. How about the space between presents my dick? Oh, um, dick. Jo- I fucking love dick jokes. Oh, dick jokes. Holy like. shit, man. On a scale from one to dicks, I got to say, I really like dick jokes. Oh, my God. You thought we were gone, but we're back. We were here last week because we had to be in a deposition. Deposition. Oh, man. They're here. Birdstein, Birdstein, and Peck, the legal eagles. I fucking love those guys. I mean, I fucking love those guys. Tim, <laughs> did you miss us? 
Uh... Shut your fucking stupid mouth! Yeah, shut the fuck up, Tim! Yeah, piece of shit! You stupid, fat motherfucker. With your stupid fucking face. I just hate your stupid face so much. I know that every time I come here, I say, Tim, you have a stupid face. And I fucking hate you. And you know what I fucking do? I really fucking, fucking hate, hate you. you. He fucking hates your stupid fucking face. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, Peck took a giant Tim in the fucking toilet and clogged it. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah, we call <laughs> shit, Tim. Because you're a piece of shit, Tim. <laughs> Last week was actually really nice because you guys weren't here. I actually missed you guys a lot. And well, I did kind of miss Arnold a little bit. but Yeah. We're, did everybody have last week off? I don't know. It's a little weird, right? We kind of take off whenever we fucking walk as fuck yeah. you, Tim. Yeah, we do it. We're we kept on retainer with the checks keep uh, clearing, so I don't really give a fuck. Thank you, Patreon.com slash Professional Casual for signing my goddamn paycheck. Breaker, oh, Bane. You know what? That Jordan guy's not, he's not terrible. No, you know what? I, so... And I don't know why. Tim's always talking shit about these guys, so I was like, I've oh, never well. understood it. So I assumed just from hearing it that maybe they weren't the greatest of guys. But then I was like, oh, shit, what am I, fucking Tim over here being fucking stupid in my head? If Tim's talking stupid about him and bad about him, that probably means that they're good fucking dudes. Yeah, obviously they're stand-up individuals. Yeah. In fact, let's have a moment of silence for the fact that Jordan had to leave Everybody behind, including uh, that piece of shit, Craiga. Fuck that guy. I can't stand Craiga. I mean, I don't, I don't like, not like him. He's not my favorite. He's Cam, the, though. Cam's legit, bro. Yo, I love that guy. He, shout out to Cam. Shout out to Cam. He, did you know that he has a Master of Fine Arts for, uh, like, movies or some shit? That's really impressive. I believe they are called films. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah I, fuck no, him. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, it's not fair of us to call them, uh, movies. No, 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 not at no, all. It's not. Cam does such a good job, uh, elaborating. Yeah. 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 You know, why, you know, movies happen or, or something. I don't know. He's just so good looking, he's, man. He's the best. I fucking, you know, I love that guy. Shout out to them. If you ever need any legal advice, come find us. Come find us. Cause we'll help you. Because we're the best. Oh, and if you're having trouble finding us, um, if you go to the Dunkin' Donuts uh, on 4th yeah. at like 11 p.m., they start to throw out the donuts at like 10.59. Why? Right. They're, still, they're perfectly good. Yeah. I, I eat. Now, I may have been, I, I don't know. You eat pizza out, you know what I mean, for a couple of days. It's yeah, still fucking wrong, good. Man. You're going to nuke yeah, it. You're fine. Like, these donuts were made that day. Yeah. And they're chucking them. Exactly. And let me fucking tell you, too. Um, I wouldn't fuck like a glazed donut. I did that once. It just, it gets all crumbly and crackly or whatever. Sure. But like, if you get like a bear claw oh. or any of them, like the pastry donut. Sure, sure. Uh, and you just crack off the little tip and you slide in there, bro. Especially after you microwave it. Oh, fuck. It's no handful of mayonnaise, but it's pretty good. No, it's not a handful it's of mayonnaise. Man- That's for damn sure. Yeah. It does feel better than fucking a tight ladyboy corpse, though. <laughs> I would I would assume so, yeah. Fucking loved her, bro. Yeah. So amazing. Amazingly. Thank you again, Big Chuck, for making that happen. You're, you're welcome, They're guys. They're talking about fucking a donut on our show, man. <laughs> 
I love him. Not a donut, you stupid piece of it's shit. A, it's in a bear claw. It's a fucking crawler, you cocksucker. Like an apple fritter. Not like a cake donut or an old-fashioned. No, you're stupid. You, you probably would fuck an old-fashioned donut. You would probably fuck. It's dry. It's dry and it'll scrape the fucking skin right off your dick. You dumb, <laughs> cocksucking, fucking piece of goddamn cocksucking shit. I hope you fucking choke on that fucking donut and fucking die. Holy shit, guys. Wow. I normally expect that from Birdstein, but Birdstein, you've never Holy gone that shit. hard before. I really love donuts. I will not sit here and allow this to happen. Let him tarnish the good name of Ladyboys or Donuts. Listen, I've never talked poorly about Ladyboys in any way, shape, or form. Well, well kind of. I mean, that's... Well, no, you just... Well, okay. Yo, fuck you! That's 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 your idea. Fuck you, Tim! Do you see Pat? He eats all the fucking donuts we fucked. Do you think he won't fucking kill you? Holy shit, that's fucking terrifying. That's weird. I mean, that's cool, whatever he's into. We didn't even have to ask him, we just threw him out. Yeah, I mean, he crawled in there to get him. Yeah, he crawled right in that fucking dumpster. That's weird, right? You Wait, don't you guys live in a dumpster? Do you have a garbage in your dumpster? Tim. I'm going to tell you two things right now. Number one, you listening? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Number two, I will burn down your house. He will do it, and he's already got insurance policies out on everybody. I do. I do. And I want you to know that every day that goes by where I don't have as much money as I want to, I could just roll over to your stupid fucking piece of shit house with you and your stupid piece of shit family and I could light that motherfucker on fire and have a fat fucking payday. And I'm going to melt s'mores all over your fucking dead corpses. We are going to melt so many fucking s'mores on your corpses. So many s'mores. I am going to smoke sausages on your corpses. So many sausages. I am going to smoke... Big Chuck won't even be able to fit all those sausages in his mouth. Yo, Big Chuck can fit a bunch of fucking glizzies in his goddamn mouth, bro. That's, uh... He's a glizzy gladiator. Thanks for bringing that up, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. What? You wanna go get a glizzy? Fuck yeah, I wanna go get a glizzy! Fuck you, Tim! Fuck fuck you, Tim! You stupid fuck! Tim, you are, like, you know, we we get around here a lot, but... mm, Fuck you, we hate yeah, you. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. All right, guys. Yo, Cam, though. I love Cam a lot. I love Cam. He's great. Dude. It's uh, Bursting, Bursting, Impact, the Legal Eagles. <laughs> I miss those guys. Yeah, last week was really nice. Was it? I kind of forgot that they were a thing. And Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I fucking, I, they're, they're my best friends. So, I'm cool with it. I guess I just don't understand... Is it really that much of a difference to fuck a like a bear claw over like a regular old fashioned cake donut? Yeah, Tim. I don't really like the pastry donut. That's style like anyway. that's like fucking a Honda Civic over a Rolls Royce. Hold up. Yeah. So like outside of putting your dick in it, uh-huh. do you prefer the more pastry style donut over the cake donut? Um, I'm not a. Uh, I'm so, not huge donut people anyway, but so I'm a huge donut person. I like Birdstein, Birdstein, and Peck the Legal Eagles. <laughs> Fucking love donuts. 
They make me go nuts. They make me bust nuts. Um, but I'll be honest, I don't like old fashioned donuts. I have to either have it glazed or I have to have it like rolled in sugar. No, that's fine. But just that style. Yeah, no, I'd prefer I would prefer a regular style donut over like cake batter style donut. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by a regular style donut? So like a regular style, like a regular style donut is softer. It doesn't have that rigid texture. It's it's how the batter's made. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, you go to like, um, for whatever reason, it's always like a, like old forge or, or something like that. Yeah. There's like, there's like apple. Uh, apple cider donuts, which are, are like the old school style or old fashioned donut. Yeah. And then there's like Dunkin' Donuts style donuts, which is more of like a pastry style. And then there's like bear crawl, uh, bear claws. There's fritters. There's right. the, like the solid piece, uh, they're laminated, right? Those types of pastries because they have the air pockets and stuff. Yeah. Or, uh, that's what I don't like. Like, if you can take a donut and you can very easily smush it between your hands and now it's flatter. Sure. I don't like that. I'll say I love that. Um, I, I do. Really I like, like a, I like a bear sugar claw. donuts that you get from like a gas station in the middle of the fucking woods. I, like, that's really crispy. So you're saying would I rather outside. have would I rather have a bear claw pastry over an actual hold donut? Yeah. I would rather have. Funny enough, I'd rather have a bear claw but I would rather have a regular donut over like a Boston cream. Like right. a Boston cream's the fucking worst. I can't stand Boston cream. So yeah, I'm not, what's the difference between Boston and Bavarian cream? Um, chocolate on top. Is that it? Yeah. I think like a Boston cream is Bavarian cream filled with chocolate on top. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Like a Boston cream and Bavarian cream are pretty much the same thing. thing. Yeah. Vanilla pudding. Right, exactly. Gotcha. If it's like the frosting, I like it way better. Way better. Okay. I don't like that. T- like, you know, when you buy like a dozen donuts from like Walmart in the pre thing, it's just that sickeningly sweet pastry style. Yeah. I can't stand that. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't, I also am not usually, I like, uh, oh, I just like, and like the big softies that you buy in like the Freidhofer's box, yeah, yeah. like that's the style, I guess, of donut right. I like, but I don't like the, ba- I like the like crispy, like crust, right. uh, fried sure. fucking donut with cinnamon and sugar on it. Uh, not a, the powdery sugar and sugar like and a, cinnamon. Like a putschki. A putschki? No, I don't know. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a Danish. No, it's not a Danish, but it's a Dutch donut. Okay. That only comes out in uh like uh mardi gras time oh. they are so fucking good okay um there's a company called Putchkeys that makes them and gotcha. they only come out that time there's a there's an actual bakery but they go nationwide during fat tuesday and oh. mardi gras it's the best owner in the world easily okay. best you can get them anywhere but they're really fucking good tim we're getting ready here man we're gonna do it we're gonna do this bracket system I want live reactions for when we choose the final winner. So record yourself getting super pissed about whatever's going to win. And in exchange and record that. Can we make a bracket of the top eight reactions in video and then do an episode on it? We are absolutely going to do that. The top eight reactions of people getting furious. And why? Tell us why. Put it in there. Make an argument. Yeah, Make an argument of how stupid you think we are. Yeah. I can't wait to see Dan Cole's reaction. Dan Cole is going to fucking come unglued. Yeah. He's going to be like, Glover was the number one. Glover was the GOAT. Can I just say this real quick? I always thought the hand was Glover from Super Smash Bros. Oh. Because it looked like Glover. Yeah. But it was 
I guess it was Mario. I mean, there's always like there's uh, it's the child playing with his toys. Right. I really I mean, that's that. that's one way. There's a, I mean, another great reason about Super Smash Brothers is there's no definitive answer. Yeah. Nobody actually like there's always these like conspiracy theories of actually what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like ultimately people I've heard stories where it's actually Mario because Mario actually can just controls everything and it's all in his mind. And he's an autistic kid looking at a snow globe. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Saint Elsewhere. Saint, that was the ending. Was that, was yeah. the Saint, that was the ending of Saint Elsewhere. Um, segment number one, Tim. Yeah, of course, the Backyard Deathmatch Championship uh, it was not being held in the Marcus Jackson Memorial Backyard Arena because Betty White Murder Fest 2020 World Tour is still going on. Tim, she uh, she uh, ended up going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. What? Yep, she showed up to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have not heard from Breaker or Bane. Uh, I have no idea if they're safe. Um, she has ever again sent me a postcard of her at an Arby's. Tim, I'm not lying. Four Big Montanas. What's she, a Big Montana? Big Montana is a pound of sliced roast beef in a sandwich. Oh wow! She had four of them. Oh wow! Covered in horsey sauce, both inside and out. That, that part's disgusting. I dated a girl who looked like a, a big Montana covered in horsey sauce. Um, at least one very particular part of her. Oh, and that's great. Yeah. Okay. I no. That's. That sounds like a medical condition, but all right. Uh, she was just cramming her face with them. Yeah. She also had a severed head sitting on the table. Who was it? I have no idea. The big Montanas were blocking it. I could only see the hair. Okay. Um, again, I know I didn't send her there. No. And I believe that you did not send her out to kill wreck my podcast and break her in. Bane. No, absolutely not. Right. Just want the record to show that you definitely didn't do that. I definitely did not do that. You definitely didn't do that. I definitely did not do that. Okay. So what you're saying is, Tim, you definitely didn't do that. I definitely did not do that. Okay. Fantastic. So we are cleared of all charges in Oklahoma now. Thank you. Tim, mm -hmm. our main event. It's it's finally happening, Tim. Oh? It's the greatest N64 game of all time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Tim. I mean, this brings us back to episode, episode two. Two. Episode two. What was our first episode? Uh, worst person to date your daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which well, I think when we hit 100 episodes, we need to kind of like go back and do that episode, but do it with new people. I agree. Different people. I think it would yeah. be a lot of fun. We are talking about the greatest N64 game of all time. Now, if you remember, we did the call classic episode mm -hmm. where and Conquer's bad for a day one. Yep. And is entered in at number eight in this bracket. Oh, so naturally they're going to go up against the number one spot. I have only ranked these solely on gross sales. Okay. So it's one, eight, two, seven, blah, 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 blah. As yep. we know, based on completely based off total sales okay tim you may remember there was a little bit of, there was a little bit of heat you got a little bit of heat for your picks i did 
There you were, did. There were some. There were some people that said right. some really not nice things. Right about the fact that you bumped Diddy Kong Racing so early. Not a cult classic. Right. Here's the thing. It is a classic. It is a classic. Here's the best part about that, Tim. If Conker's Bad Fur Day hadn't won, it would have been the eighth number spot on this bracket. It was the eighth sold most sold game of all time, which further proves your point that it is not a cult classic because it made the top 10 most sold games of all time. Suck my dick, Dan Cole. Did it really? It was the number eight spot, and Congress Bad Fur Day took its spot because of the cult classic. Top selling Nintendo 64 yes, games of all time? It was number eight. Holy shit. Yeah. That doesn't help prove my point. That all that kind of hurts it. No, it proves it because it's not a cult classic. It's a classic greatest game of all time. Oh, so it should have deserved. So to it be should in there, never but it didn't deserve. It to should won. never have been on that bracket to begin with. Okay. So fuck Dan Cole is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> At Ice Dan 3, whatever At Twitter. Ice Dan HDH underscore. No, fuck. It's something like that. Ice Dan underscore HDH. At Big Fiction Energy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, but this is this is going to be interesting. Now, Can I just say Big Fiction Energy is yeah. it's a fucking really good name. Yeah, it is. I'm actually super jealous that they came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it will never get old. No. It will never not be a, a clever name. No. No, it's super good. It's super great, um, but we're going to switch it up, Tim, because everybody was so salty of the way that you picked last time that I'm going to be the person to determine the greatest N64 game of all time. Oh, OK. So you're going to ask me the brackets. Yeah. And I am going to decide. Tim, bracket number one is brought to us by Built Bar. Of course, BuiltBar.com. Use promo code professional casual at checkout. All one word. And get you $10 off your first order and then 10% off each additional order after that. It's one of the two. I forget the order, but you get $10 off and 10% off. Just keep using the code. Yeah, it's $10 off your first order and 10% off each additional order after. Yeah. So it's like you like set up an account and and you get your $10 off. And what's super cool also is if you go to professionalcasual.com slash stores, um, it it has a link there. Um, When you click on the link, it actually... You don't need to type in the code. Right. It comes up when you go to the site. And it's oh, like, perfect. hey, you got the code for professional casual. Fucking totes. Keep oh, up. And it just yeah. automatically applies at a checkout. It's pretty rad. Perfect. Tim, our first bracket, the number the number one seed going against the number eight seed. Yeah. So um, I want you to just kind of take the number one seed with a little bit of grain of assault. Sure. And here's why. Okay. Uh First bracket is uh, Super Mario 64. Okay. Against yep. the winner of the cult classic competition, sure. Conquers Bed Fur Day. Right. Now, Super Mario 64. Yep. I actually still heavily played today in time trials. It's one of the most revered speedrun games. Yep. Um, because of all of the just wacky shit that would happen in that game. But. There should be an asterisk next to the greatest Nintendo 64 game column of all time because it was constantly bundled with the system itself. Right. Um, People did not go out to buy Super Mario 64. It was forced upon them. Right. Every time. Now, what a fucking pinnacle. It's It's not the best game on the Nintendo 64 because it was the first game on the Nintendo 64. And obviously the technology advances over time. But 
being able to fucking move Mario's fucking face around at the beginning of yep. the game. Sure. Um, first open world game really ever. There were there were a couple of games before that on the PlayStation that bombed horribly trying to do it. Right. Mario Super Mario 64 was the first one to figure it out and make it amazing. Right. There's there's aspects of that game that people are still discovering. Yeah. Like like little hidden like little hidden things. People yeah. can still mod that game and make crazy mods for yeah. it and stuff. And it's a building block. People use that framework for so much shit still. Yeah. Every major game on the 64 and probably the GameCube um, that was in that style of uh, of open world platformer mm-hmm. was effectively based off of the success of Super Mario 64. Right. Conker's Bad Fur Day was based off was of the based framework off, for Super Mario yeah. 64. But Conker's Bad Fur Day came much later in the cycle and had a lot more polish. Had a lot more polish. Uh, of course, it was like the edgy, rebellious. This isn't for kids. Wink, wink. And it fucking wasn't. No, you had to, you know, a ridiculously hot girlfriend yeah. uh, with gigantic boobies. Yeah. Uh, a the shit first, monster. The first level, I think you're literally playing through the. Uh, beachhead scene of. Yeah. Fucking saving private Ryan drunk yeah. puking on your friends. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, it was edgy. It was it was dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, it was typical nineties humor. Right. I mean it. Yeah. But it's really hard to say the super Mario 64 does not just fucking kick that squirrel in the dick and move on. It's really difficult for me because a launch game like that just obviously could, you know, there's a, but that's, that's why I'm on this side of the table today. Right. And it's, and it's tough, yeah. but People, everybody still remembers it. Everybody still remembers Mario 64. Right. Yep. It is. It's a lot harder to find people who remember Congress bed for a day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You are not wrong. Right. Yep. If we're talking, if we're not, if we're talking the funnest and most silly and crazy, I would say Conquer definitely has a fight. We're talking the greatest N64 game of all time. A lot goes into this. Obviously sales. That's what determined the bracket. Mm-hmm. The playability of it, the innovation of it, like what what it gave us, things yeah. like that. If it's the goat, like I that little Italian goddamn plumber with that mustache is moving on. I, I gotta do it. Yeah. All so right. Super Mario 64 moves Tim, ahead. Takes bracket number one. Bracket number two, uh, big <sighs> Chuck. Yeah. I wanted to just let you know that it's brought to us by Skillshare.com. God damn, I love Skillshare.com. Um Check out the show notes. Check out professionalcasual.com slash stores for uh, or store for um, links. Mm-hmm. Skillshare. Uh, you'll get two months free. Yeah. Two months. And you, you can, can learn anything. There. Anything you fucking want. You can learn video game design there. Yes. Yeah. How to write code. How to write books. How to work on shit that you're already good at. Yep. If Unless you're the top of your field at whatever your hobby is, you can go to Skillshare and become better at it, at yep. whatever it is you want to do. Maybe you're listening to this and you want to learn how to do your own podcasting. Guess what? Pretty much every editor at this network has fucking figured out how to do it because of Skillshare. 100%. That is 100% accurate. Yep. So Skillshare, check the link in the description below or head over to Patre- uh, professionalcasual.com. And check out the stores and sponsors page. Yeah. And follow that link. But moving on, this bracket. Oh, girl. We have what might be one of the best kart racers of all time. Mm -hmm. Mario Kart 64. 
against. He's finally back. He's 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 here. His coconut gun. Yeah. It fires and spurts. Uh huh. If it shoots you, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's Donkey Kong sixty four. Yikes. Okay, so Mario Kart sixty four. Mm-hmm. It took everything that Twisted Metal was. And by that, I mean, Twisted Metal took everything that Mario Kart was on the SNES. Yeah. It made it edgier and more adult and cooler. Yeah. At a time when that was still cool. Right. I feel like if you look at Twisted Metal right now and you're like, oh, it's a fucking clown, but he has fire for hair. Right. Uh, I mean, I mean, Twisted Metal is one of my favorite franchises of all time, so I will die on that grenade. That uh, there was that dude. My favorite character to play in Twisted Metal was the dude that was just like hanging out in two big wheels. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, who just wanted to be perfect and ends up paralyzing himself. That's why he had to put himself in the giant wheels. Yeah, I didn't know the story. Oh, well, everybody has a backstory, and that's his, and it's fucking wild. Uh, shout out Twisted uh, Twisted Metal Black. I think is probably my favorite. Although Twisted Metal Two World Tour is amazing, but those are PlayStation games. Which we will cover at some point. We will do the greatest PlayStation game of all time. We are talking about N64 here. We're talking about Mario Kart. It took it took everything that was amazing about Mario Kart on SNES mm-hmm. and put it in a 3D world. Right. It it expanded the like because ultimately Mario Kart 64 was still two dimensional. Mm-hmm. Things moved at you and you just kind of moved around. Right. Mario Kart 64, you actually felt like you were moving forward. Correct. You were doing the things that you were supposed to be doing. You had doing. physical placement. Right. On a track. Yes. Right. You could fly, like, when you went off the track on the Rainbow stage, it felt like it. Rainbow Road and the and Mario Kart 64 is still today heralded as uh, some of the most fucking difficult goddamn tracks ever yeah. created. Yep. And I will say this. Mario Kart 64 is the best Mario Kart game ever. Because every successor after it could not make it better. They just added more to it. Right. They just added different cars and the way they kind of handled and like stupid little tricky things and added some more characters. But inherently at Mario Kart 64 is the is the basis and greatest engine for any racing game, Mm -hmm. except for maybe outside of Jet Moto. I was hoping to get a reaction out of you for that one. I just Jet Moto, the hitched of uh, racing games. Yeah. 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 We we put very different <laughs> meanings on on that saying, but I completely agree. I love Jet, Jet Moto. Moto is when you go to Walmart and you're fucking bored and the electronic sections being clean. So you have to go out and actually play with the stupid Walmart arcade. And you're like, oh, maybe there will be. You know, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or Ninja Turtles or the Simpsons game or X-Men. Um, they don't even have fucking crews in USA. They have Jet Moto. Jet Moto's fucking great. How dare oh, you? Oh, it's so... It was so good. It's so bad. It was so good. Mountain Dew, fake Mountain Dew commercials. Eh? Going up against Donkey Kong 64. And I feel like you may be predetermined to, to choose something here. And I need you to know that Donkey Kong 64 gave us the Donkey Kong rap. One right. of the greatest um, monkey-themed rap songs ever. Sure. To be in a rare um, game. Sure. Okay. Um, I'll give you that. Introduce and, new characters yeah. to the universe. Yep. Um, it, and weapons. 
And weapons, which uh, we had not seen in Donkey Kong yet, other than a barrel. Correct. Uh, Diddy Kong having his pistol guns. Yep. Which would carry forward into the Super Smash Brothers franchise. Right. Um, Donkey Kong's coconut gun, however, which could fire in spurts, mm-hmm. um, did not carry forward to the Nintendo 64 game. Okay. Uh, or to, into the um, Super Smash Brothers. Right, right. I, I don't remember playing Donkey Kong 64 all that much. But I'm also not the I Donkey Kong to me is the Hulk of the Nintendo franchises. He's really awesome when he's in other people's games, when he's a standalone by himself. And I'm sure I'm about to piss Dan way off with this. I don't think he's that good in his own standalone titles. Um. I completely agree with you. <laughs> okay, good. Um, like I was completely. hoping so. I, I think the Hulk is boring as shit. Right. Um, and Donkey Kong is also kind of boring as shit. Boring as shit. Right. And, and very honestly, this game was really good. I really liked it. I, I mean, but I it remember- was a reskinned Banjo Kazooie with guns. Absolutely. Which was just a reskin version of Super Mario 64. Right. That being said, I. A lot of people say, oh, well, Donkey Kong was like, it was like one of the best for N64, but people still play Mario Kart. I feel Donkey Kong Country was stronger on the SNES than Donkey Kong 64 was on the N64. Absolutely. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country 2, I would say is probably the, the best Donkey Kong game. That's the one with Diddy and Dixie, right? That's when they first introduced it. three is Dixie and Tiny? Something like that, Baby? yeah. Something Whatever. Like that. I again, I was never a huge Donkey Kong guy anyway. Yeah, I liked him in like the arcade when he would throw the barrels at people. In the arcade. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, gotcha. I'm, yeah, 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 Super yeah. Mario arcade. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I, Mario that f- damn Italian plumber is gonna have to advance on. Yeah. Which we kind of knew, like. Like we were looking at this bracket, we're I, like, yeah, anything Mario touches, it's gonna win. I kind of was holding out a little bit for Donkey Kong sixty four, but really, when you when you stack them up and you lay them out, yeah, um, because not only did Mario Kart have racing, it had combat too. It had the com- those combat levels, yeah, which the balloon pop stuff, right? Which I don't think did well. No, it was it was not a popular it, right mode, right? But it's become one of the more more popular things as time Donkey progressed. Kong 64, though, did have like GoldenEye style multiplayer where you played one yeah, of the four true. Kongs going through and trying to get coconut guns, uh, which could fire in spurts. Right. Um, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but if it shoots you. Yeah, it's going to it's going to hurt. Right. I've heard that. Moving on. Moving on, Tim. Uh, bracket three, bud. Brought to us by Professional Casual. Dot com. Oh, really? There's a whole bunch of shit there, bud. Yeah, there is. So uh, much shit. Uh, links to the the new store that we've now opened. Yeah, get some fucking fresh swag. Yo. Are you nearly invulnerable while you're blasting? You, we've got a shirt to prove we've it. We've got a shirt to prove it. Do you uh, want to put it over your mouth? Get a COVID mask with it on there. Yeah. Do you love our show and you want to buy whatever merchandise that we've put up as of this recording? Fucking buy it, bro. It's there. But make sure that whatever you do, make sure to purchase more things from the Elite Showdown store yeah. than the Grim Podcast Apparelous Adventure right. store or the Space Between store, the yeah. Space Between Presents store. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably not going to be a professionally asked, casually answered uh, store because 
uh, we've given up some really <laughs> poor advice and we are in the middle of a couple lawsuits. But moving on. That's terrifying. Bracket have, number three. Yeah, bracket three. We have, uh, you know, you saw this in the cult classics episode. Yeah. Uh, rare fucking made every great goddamn game. Every, every good blockbuster game, every good cult classic game. Yep. They did everything. Exactly. Uh, the Nintendo 64 was the rare console, really. Yep. And Ultimately. Acclaim a, a little bit. Acclaim was in there a little bit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and one of the big fucking powerhouses they made <sighs> literally created, I feel like, the FPS genre as we know it today. Absolutely. Uh, GoldenEye 007. <sighs> okay, let me tell you about this game. I wasted so much of my life with this game. Unlocking cheats and shit? Unlocking cheats. Time uh, trials? Paintball. This added so much stuff. So much stuff. Um, big head mode. Started fucking here. Yeah. Big head mode started there. Paintball mode. Yeah. Tiny mode where everybody was like super tiny. Yeah. Um, like I think also just the plethora of cheat codes for the most part where people really sought to find them because it changed. It wasn't just like, here's extra lives or here's how to jump to this stage. It was mechanically changing the aspect of the game to play with. Right. And they weren't cheats. You had to unlock them. Right. You weren't just opening up your edition of March 1997's Tips and Tricks magazine. Exactly. Uh, You had to fucking earn this shit. You time trialed this stuff. I remember playing that first level so many fucking times to try to get those fucking bells and open Mm -hmm. those gates before uh, certain time things happen. So you could, I think that was big head mode or maybe it was paintball mode in the first level. Yeah. Um, Or God mode, but whatever. Uh, That game was a a pinnacle. Multiplayer. Holy shit. Was the multiplayer good in that? The multiplayer was amazing. The level design alone. Yeah. Okay. So like I, I have no, uh, I have nothing to to back this up as evidence. I believe it's one of the first multiplayer shooters ever. Mm-hmm. Split screen multiplayer yes. shooters ever. Yep. It's not the first first ever first person shooter. No. Right. Uh, we had Wolfenstein. Yep. We had Doom. We had Duke Nukem. Mm-hmm. None of them had a multiplayer aspect. No. That I can remember, because they were all on PCs. Uh, to start with. Right. This is really the first step up into a first person shooter on a console. Mm-hmm. They knock it out of the park. Yeah. Fucking killed it. More, I think even more importantly than all that, this game made you give a shit about James Bond. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, I don't like James Bond. He's, he's fuck boy Batman. I went for a, for a very brief phase where like, I was like old enough to watch James Bond's movies. So my dad and I watched like a whole bunch of the old ones mm-hmm. or whatever. And that was fun. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it's far to, you know, it's part of the modern era. Uh, the Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan 007 stuff right. was really where it started for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, dude, people still make fucking slappers only jokes. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, people still know odd job was a cheap son of a bitch. And if oh, you yeah. played him, you were a dickhead. You were the biggest piece. Of, you were the Jordan cam and Joe level piece of shit to your mm-hmm. friends. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, not only that, but this added so many options for multiplayer too. to play with your friends on proximity mines only where you never knew if you could take another step without having your ass blown up remote mines only yep. where you could press that little shit on your watch and you can blow shit up. Uh-huh. And just, um, I, I still can picture vividly the ammo crates, the green one, yep. just in random, the RCP 90, one yep. of my favorite weapons, the golden gun mode. Fuck. T- this game was so good. It was the multiplayer was so good. It was so good. 
It was, and, and it revolutionized how first-person shooters were were seen. Yeah, and people still play it. Yeah, and people only give a shit about James Bond, other than the fact that maybe like Daniel Craig is fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. of a human. He's being. a pretty man. Those those eyes, I tell you. Anyone with the last name Craig, actually, normally I disagree with you on that one, but okay, good looking guys. That's god damn it. Um, but Tim, it's going up against. We didn't even announce who it was going up against. No, we because we just got the biggest just hard fucking on jerking off over here. Yeah. But this game that it's against is tricky because <sighs> yeah, it promised huge things, gigantic things, and it delivered on some of them, not nearly enough. But it was severely lacking. Yep. Um, graphics were amazing at the time. Graphics were amazing. That game. Also had hype sales because one of the later editions of the Nintendo 64 this game was bundled with. Yep. Um, but Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon. Now, I was shocked that this made it on the list. Yeah. Again, because you said it was bundled. I believe it was like a special edition N64. It was like a Pokemon. You style. got a Pikachu N64 controller on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, A, that boosted its sales. Yeah. B, um, I mean, that 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 electric fucking rat, you put it on anything. Back in the 90s, people were going to oh, fucking shit. buy it. Yep. Um, Pokemon Stadium was essentially just battle mode yep. from the Pokemon uh, Game Boys. Yep. Going up. From Gen 1. Right, from Gen 1. Uh, oh, no, it was 2 was when they introduced the the other, jo- uh, whatever other league there was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could buy that extra thing. To put in the bottom of your thing, and you could load your your Pokemon your Pokemon into it, which was cool, um, but also kind of fucking stupid because otherwise all the characters were all level one hundred when you went into that game or fifty, yeah, depending right. on, on what mode you were selecting, and they all had static moves. Yep, and yeah, so it was rough in that the graphics were really good. They were every one of the original Pokemon was in there. Yep. You could make teams and that's really what it was meant for. It was a battle simulator, right? There was no story mode. Nope. It was just you going through fights, um, picking your favorite fucking team of high level characters. Right. Um, it was cool to play against friends with it to come over. And they did uh, introduce a lot of neat mechanics in here. where like, you would pick your Pokemon and then the order of the thing that you were going to throw out was like hidden on the screen. Right. So I like do you remember couldn't that. know like who your opponent was, even though you're sitting next to each other, unless you were like looking at his controller or whatever. But um, this game could have been really good and it was really good. Yeah. It just wasn't what everyone wanted. There was no open world, anything. It no. was menus and combat. That's it. Yep. Um, and I appreciate it. What they tried to do. Yeah. We did not get there until Pokemon go almost 20 years later. Right, and even that, I, fifteen years I later, feel maybe. like the Pokemon Stadium combat is vastly superior to Pokemon Go combat for sure. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's it's apples and oranges when it comes to technology right. and that in that aspect of things. Um, but it was it was a good game. It certainly was uh, not Pokemon Snap. You know what I mean? If you were expecting a Pokemon game and you're just fucking riding on that cart throwing Pokeballs to piss off Diglets, you know. <laughs> They're remaking it. Pokemon uh, Snap. Yeah, it was really neat, but like, it's, no, it was it was really neat to play one time, right? And then you went through it a bunch of more times, and it was just oh, it's the same fucking thing over and over again. So, and there was you know to their credit, while Pokemon Snap was a very linear game, they did add a bunch, and there was a bunch of secrets mm-hmm. to get. 
the picture to get a Zapdos to spawn. I remember in one level, yeah, you did. You th would throw something at a Pokemon to piss it off, which would piss off this other thing and make it mad. And if you snapped a picture and then did something else, it was a chain reaction kind right. of game. Right, which is cool to figure that out. And if that game came out in modern day, that's a, that's a bomb-ass fucking $20 Steam buy. Yep. Um, not a full price. No. Especially for the 64, because that was their last edition of cartridges, right. and the games were more expensive to produce. Um, I'm paying 70 bucks for a 64 game. Exactly. Um, you're not I, paying that now in most situations. I could be wrong about this. Do I remember that you could print the pictures that you took? Was there like a printer you could hook up to the controller and print? Or am I making that? Up? I do remember that there was a printing aspect to something that was Pokemon related. The Game Boy had the Game Boy camera. Okay, that's what it was. Um, there was also, this never really took off. I almost bought one from our local game store here because they had it up on the shelf and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And once again, the distributor promised it was going to be able to do all these things. But mm -hmm. in actuality, it wasn't. The Nintendo 64 disk drive um, was something you could hook up to the Nintendo so you could add save files from the internet to it. Oh, so it was really neat in that you could get other people's save files that they posted online and load it into your game. Okay. Um, where that failed was no one had one. No one used one. No one had fucking heard of it. Makes sense. So, yeah, I literally did not even know that was a thing until you just talked about it. Right. Um, I just remember there being one up on the shelf and I looked into it a bunch and was really excited for it. But it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I mean, even today, that's too fucking expensive. Are we talking uh, uh, the old et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I am. <sighs> I got a weird relationship with that place. So did I. I went in with a sob story because I needed money and I sold them like three volumes of Futurama, yeah. which at the time were like 40 bucks each or whatever. And he's uh -huh. like, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Oh, $3. Yeah. I was like, you've heard of it. You're you're like two years older than me. You know what this fucking yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And he just fucking stone faced me the whole time. He's like, no, I've never heard. Of it. I don't know if I can move it. Yeah, and then the, it was on the shelf next were, week for thirty bucks. Uh, yeah, exactly. You they know? were they were some of the worst pieces. Uh, they would always open like packs, like magic packs, and uh, the mystery like uh, D and D minis. Take out all the rare stuff, seal them back up, and then sell the rare stuff online. Yeah, they were like notorious for that. They would shrink wrap stuff. Uh, they but, would sell you a game as new, and then you'd open it, and an et cetera, et cetera, stickers on the fucking yep, disc. Yep. Yeah, it drove me nuts. Uh, what was the other one that they always get? Oh. My mom bought Steel Battalion for the Xbox from that place. Yeah. With the fucking... With the gigantic controller. Yep. I had it. I still had it for like the longest time. Was that game rad? It was the dopest thing ever. It was so dope. It was like Mech Warrior shit, right? Yeah, it was like, it was literally like Battletech Mech Warrior, like... With, like, a, with like a console. Yeah, like it was a like a console a with the joysticks, and it, even like, if you didn't hit the eject button before your thing blew up, your, your game would like erase. Permanently dead. Yeah, yeah, your game would erase and you had to start over. It was so dope. Um, but it was like 300 bucks. Yeah. My mom got it for me. It was the only thing I got for Christmas that year. Yeah. And I was so Probably excited. Oh, well worth it. I was so excited because there was like all these talks that the, all these other games were going to come out like a Star Wars based fighter that was going to use that controller. And then nothing came out for it. Yeah, absolutely nothing. And the game wasn't that long. It uh, only had maybe like eight hours of gameplay. Oof. Yeah, if that. And then they came out with a second one, which was only online and I didn't have Internet at the time. But it did use that. Control, yeah. same controller. Okay. So Steel Battalion would have fucked that. You know what? We should do a bracket. The biggest game blunders of all time. 
Yeah. I think that would or be the most expensive letdowns. Yeah. Like something like that would be, I think, a, a really interesting because that was definitely going to be on the list. Um, but back to bracket three, GoldenEye oh, 007 versus Pokemon Stadium. I mean, this isn't even close. No. It's Pokemon Stadium. No, no, oh. it's it's yeah. Goldeneye. <laughs> I was like, I can hear Dan's <laughs> vein popping in his head. I mean, Pokemon Stadium was cool. It was really cool. But it, I think the problem with Pokemon Stadium was we we thought it was going to be open world. We thought it was going to be Pokemon Game Boy yeah. for the N64 with a combat simulator that was also an option. Right. And it wasn't that. Oh. And when you have such intricate story in that little tiny cartridge yeah like i've wait i wasted so much of my life playing pokemon on my game boy yeah like and the story was compelling like it was it made you when you beat that game when you finally went and beat and you caught you know beat the final four mm-hmm. you catch mewtwo you felt like you accomplished something in your life yeah you sure fucking did and that's what you really thought you were going to get from pokemon stadium well and the internet was just kind of fresh at that time yep there was rumors everywhere about this, that, and the other thing. Check under this fucking truck after you're going to the fucking SSAN and then yep. you can get Mew or missing number or like all of this rad yep. fucking shit. Um, oh man, the glitch. Yeah. I remember, I remember uh, I got a kid expelled because we were, we had the comm link. Mm-hmm. We were going to trade. He had the glitch and I was going to give him my Charizard and he wasn't paying attention. And I sent him like a polywhirl and he wasn't paying attention. He accepted it and he gave me the glitch and he got polywhirl. And I, I immediately did like once I had it disconnected my thing and I walked away, I was a piece of shit in fourth grade. Huh? Uh, that kid got so mad that he tried to attack me uh, and he punched me. I'm not really sure whatever happened to that kid. Zach something, I think was his name. Uh, and he got expelled because he also had like other issues, yeah. uh, like other violent issues. Um, but that was the start of the camera back. I got that kid fired over. The and I still, I, to this day, still use it. I, I have no, no remorse apparently about it. So GoldenEye goes into the semifinals. Yeah, absolutely. And we're on bracket number four, which is brought to you by patreon.com slash professional casual. Yep. Where for as little as a dollar a month, mm-hmm. you can get access to a real fucking metric. So much. Stuff. A lot of stuff. Videos, vlogs, blogs, bonus episodes, behind the scenes content. Soon, streaming shit. If it's not already up already by the time that this episode is released. Uh, also, you'll get entered into a drawing every month for free merch from the store. Hell yeah. I mean, come on, guys. There's no reason why you shouldn't be giving us at least a dollar a month. Yeah. I I would give tens of dollars. And you don't even need to. The ghost children? I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But so anyway, bracket four. Tim, this is I think this is the reason why I why I was supposed to do this bracket. Was for this particular because of this bracket. Because I had to choose. Right, because you know what my answer would be. Because I know what your answer is going to be um, for this one. So we have literally the best game ever made sure. for any Nintendo system. Sure. Um, brings together a culmination of pretty much every major character of both Nintendo and non-Nintendo characters. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best fighting uh, for both casual and high-level players sure. played the game, the Nintendo 64, the GameCube, and uh, to a lesser extent, the Wii U version are all still played at high level tournaments constantly today. Right. We have Super Smash Brothers, the Smash hit, yep. incredible story, incredible game. Um, 
th- th- I mean, there's really nothing you can't say that is glowing about Super Smash Brothers. And that is up against um, Legends of Dark for a time. You're absolutely right. Uh, so here's the thing. I didn't like Ocarina of Time. I, I, I have made it very clear on this show in the past. that uh, Zelda is fucking stupid to me. Yeah. To an extent. Mm-hmm. I liked Majora's Mask. I liked Four Seasons or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Uh, I even liked the original. Like I liked I liked the old NES version. Yeah. Um, I fucking hate Ocarina of Time. I mean, but to say that it's not probably the most important Zelda game. Like it brought an instrument back from the dead that kids literally begged their parents to try to find so they could learn how to play it. I had one. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I had the gold cartridge version of this too that oh, you could wow. only get for renewing to Nintendo Power. Really? Yeah. And Yikes. I was not the greatest kid to have uh-huh. uh, as a parent, and um, I waffled a lot. Uh-huh. So my parents renewed my subscription to Nintendo Power for me for Christmas. Sure. To get the golden Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time cartridge uh-huh. to give me for Christmas. Okay. About a month before Christmas, I told them I didn't want it. <laughs> I wanted fucking something stupid. Okay. Glover or something. <laughs> probably most likely. It's probably Glover. B tricks. Uh, B tricks. Wet tricks. But that's what it was. Buck Bumble. Buck Bumble. Um, and so my dad like sold it to my buddy John's mom for her to give to John to, for Christmas. Uh-huh. And it was like this weird situation because my dad like trying to fucking hawk something to, to one of my other friend's parents. Right. And then I, uh, you know, like Missy Elliott, uh, turned down, flipped it down, reversed it and <laughs> actually wanted it again. So he like finagled some way. I don't think he got the same game back. I think he figured out a way to get another one to give me for Christmas. Okay. Um, and then I sold it to et cetera, et cetera for $4. Cause they said, <laughs> no one likes this game. It's not good. No one will ever buy it. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh man. It's amazing how they're not in business anymore. <laughs> right. Isn't yeah. that shocking? Yeah. It's amazing how they may have accidentally, uh, had a fire or got robbed or whatever. I forget why they went out of business. Uh, I had a friend that worked at FYE and I guess one of their other gambits, was they would take in all of the shit that they would get that they'd give people one or two dollars for that wasn't worth really yeah. anything anyway. And they'd go trade it in at FYE for the minimums to get just a massive shit ton of credit. Uh-huh. And then when a new console would come out, they would buy all of their consoles with their gift certificates that they had given by forcing them to take their shit <laughs> so that they didn't have any and et cetera, et cetera, had all of the consoles. <laughs> fucking hated I'm that story. I'm kind of impressed so by that. That's, that's actually really sweet. That's that's a that's a Tim France level move. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah like, it is. Like if there's if you're gonna tell people over at Patreon how to screw the mouse, uh, go over to Patreon.com and listen to our uh, Tim and uh, Chuck watch uh, movies. Yeah, to learn how you can screw the uh, Disney. Oh um, yeah, there's yeah. some good tips in that. There's one. some good tips in that one. Uh, so like, and the weird thing is like. Zelda Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is arguably m- most known for being better than Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked Majora's Mask. There's better. a lot of arguments on that, but yeah. I mean, it's the um, I believe the the 51% general consensus is that it's better. Yeah. I really hated Ocarina of Time. I don't know why, I just really did. Super Smash Bros. It was a game that anybody could pick up and play. There was a story to it. You had so many unlockables. Yeah. You, you know, get the trophies, get the clip art, get the music. Well, and the way they did the unlockables, too, they just kind of happened. 
during yeah. the game under certain circumstances. Beat this fucking beat a Jigglypuff or whatever. Level three, yep. you know, or I mean, with less than three lives on easier, harder, or whatever. And like you'd finish that match, and then all of a sudden, fucking wipe out the screen. Yeah. New challenges approaching. Oh shit! Yeah, what's going on? And I, if you didn't fucking beat it, ah, too fucking bad. Yeah, too fucking bad. You better hope that you beat that Jigglypuff nineteen more times in right. hopes to get that option again. You better hope that whatever character you were playing the story mode with was one you were actually fucking good at. Yep. Because you were going to have to fight this mystery character with him. Yep. And not only that, but um, I I didn't know what Earthbound was. So Earthbound was one of my favorite games of all time. So I never even knew what that was. The fact that they included un- Ness in that. Until they in- until this game. Yeah. And he was uh, originally an unlockable character. He was the first unlockable character. Yeah. Um, Depending on, on what route you go. Yeah. It was either yeah. Captain Falcon. Uh, maybe Jigglypuff was a... Jigglypuff, I think, usually the first Ness one. Ness and... Who's the fourth? Uh, Falcon? Falcon, Ness, Jigglypuff. No, Captain Falcon was already in it. No, he was in a lockable, I think. No. Um, Captain Falcon was... Unlo- no, Falco. Falco was the unlockable. I don't think Falco was in... The original? The original. I'm, I'm arguably sure. But... The, the whole point, like that game, man, again, so many hours of my life wasted just battling it out. I didn't hang out with friends very much as a kid, but man, did I play with that game? You know what I mean? Like right. that was, that was the, that was a fun, it was a social event. It was a social event. Yeah. It was on like you going say, to the youth center every fucking day. Oh, like, dude. just hanging out, playing smash with 18 fucking people tournaments yeah. all the fucking time, all the time. Um, they still do tournaments to this day. Like you said, the highest caliber level. Yeah. Evo every year. Yeah. Smash brothers is there. It's, it's, it's impossible for me to not say that super smash Bros. moves on. I'm really glad. Cause I was really worried. We did the old switcheroo here just so I couldn't move smash. Brothers. <laughs> no, like in like all honesty, like, <sighs> If we're talking about greatest games of all times, Luigi yeah. was the fourth. Really? Yeah. Is Luigi, Captain Falcon, Ness, and Jigglypuff were the secret characters in the first one? Hey, that's weird because I really remember Captain Falcon being in the game automatically. Yeah. But eh, all right. Um, also, the the commercial for oh, Super Smash Bros. Super dope. was incredible so good that so timeline good. or that um that time frame for uh nintendo commercials was really good yeah semi-final round tim yeah we've got super mario 64 going up against mario kart 64 yeah i kind of like the battle of the mustache against each other because i don't want either of these to win and if i could take out half the competitors from my baby boy super smash brothers uh-huh. i'm happy to have that happen okay that's fair that's fair i'll be honest uh so I, I raved about how great Mario Kart was in first round against Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you why it's such a pile of garbage game. Okay. Okay. It absolutely 100% made everything about Mario Kart from the SNES better because I put it in a 3D world. Mm-hmm. You. That was all it did. That's yeah. literally that's all it, it did. Was it just took the game and it made it in a 3D world and it expanded it. Mm-hmm. It didn't revolutionize anything. I mean, visually, maybe with the engine, it it, it was yeah. maybe a gateway for something else. It literally did nothing else, though. Right. 
it was it awesome? Was it something we had never really seen before? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But they did nothing to expand the the franchise of Mario Kart. You are correct. Guess what? They still have done nothing to expand the franchise of Mario Kart. Not true. Really though. So Mario Kart Double Dash added on an additional driver in the back. So you had stupid. Okay. It's never done anything productive that makes the game more fun. Super Mario Eight for the Wii U was actually really good. Okay, it but was, did it revolutionize the the series? It revolutionized the Mario Kart series. Yes, because it added the other modes that Diddy Kong Racing had. Exactly. Exactly. So like uh, Mario Kart 64. But like I said, it only expanded the Mario Kart series. Right. Mario, Mario Kart 64. 64. Mario Kart 64 cr- opened the gateway for the number, what should have been eighth spot to come in that Dan uh, was just so hard up on that you fucking kicked out like round one. Yeah, it wasn't a call classic because it wasn't a call classic. Absolutely. Um it, it Diddy Kong Diddy Kong let's face it Diddy Kong Racing did it better mm-hmm. has always done it better still did it better Mario Kart just happened to be the first one yeah Super Mario 64 literally revolutionized video games and paved the way for pretty for much every other every other platform game on the platform yeah every and other future platform. platforms yep so obviously Mario Kart 64 is, or Super Mario 64 is moving on yeah yeah it's it's not again it's not which we knew we knew that it was going to move. Can you imagine, though, if that game came out and it wasn't as good? Right. Like, can you imagine? Like, then it would make we sense. If Mario Kart 64 wasn't as groundbreaking as it was, we would no longer have Nintendo. Absolutely. PlayStation came out fucking hard. Yep. It came out early. Mm-hmm. And magazines threw fucking demo discs at you. Oh, they yeah. leaned in so hard yep. on giving free content constantly to everyone. Um if it wasn't for Mario 64, we that probably would have been it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my god, Tim. This next round I'm actually really nervous about. Uh-huh. I would rather see Smash Brothers go up against Super Mario 64 than Goldeneye. Um, I feel the odds would be better there. This is gonna be a rough one for me. This is gonna be tough. These two very legitimately are probably the pinnacle uh-huh. of multiplayer absolutely. Games. Absolutely. In that generation. Um, you could even argue, and it's a shame that they have to go up against each other now, right? right. Like I would argue that this may be the same. This might be the finals right here. You right. know what I mean? Here's, here's another little fun little tidbit. Um, both these games are original N64 concepts. Uh-huh. Super Smash Bros. While it used other characters, there was never an NES or Super or SNES version Correct. of Super Smash Bros. Right. GoldenEye had never even existed till then. There was no first-person shooter that was better before GoldenEye came out. Right. It was all because they got their chance to be on N64 that made it the best. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. It's really tough. But when you look at the grand scheme of being the greatest and what it did for everything else, GoldenEye paved the way of what first person shooters have now become. I don't know if that's necessarily good because look at games like Fortnite and Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. But if if it wasn't for GoldenEye, I don't think we would have gotten to the level that we've gotten to now. I think we would have gotten there. 
Yeah. And maybe in like five years from now. The only thing I'm going to argue okay. is that the format of GoldenEye mm-hmm. is no longer used. You do not have any longer localized split screen multiplayer first person shooters. In fact, you've seen a de-evolution where it's one side or the other of GoldenEye. It is either exclusively the story with multiplayer tacked on, True. or it is heavily multiplayer focused with a story tacked on that no one plays. I don't Super I, Smash Brothers. Okay. The concept is not only as strong as it's ever been, it's never needed to be changed. And yeah. any other person, any other game that has tried to copy it gets smashed into the fucking ground. That's true. PlayStation All-Stars. Oh, I mean, they might as well have just jerked off in a solo cup. Um, No one liked it. Everyone knew exactly what they were trying to do. Yeah. And it fucking failed. Um, You're 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 not wrong. You're not wrong. So uh, they did like an anime version, too. Like it was all anime characters. Power Stone. Yeah. The Dreamcast. Awful. Yep. Um, So the only thing I just wanted to interject Mm -hmm. is GoldenEye 007 paved the way for a dying market that has been split into two markets. <sighs> Super Smash Brothers yeah. created sure. a game type sure. that has never been able to be uh, competed against. Okay. With no rival. And I'll say this much. Mm-hmm. I don't blame GoldenEye. I blame technology advancements f- for the downfall that GoldenEye has become. Mm-hmm. But you actually brought up a really good point that you didn't realize you brought up which was Super Smash Bros. had a zero level of entry. Anybody, my mom could pick up and play it in about five seconds because you can set it to play two buttons. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I had to learn from the guy at Walmart how to play Goldeneye because I had never held the controller like that before. Mm -hmm. Because any, like, I think I had maybe one or two games um, f- before I had gotten GoldenEye, right? That used the D pad, didn't use the joystick yet. So that being said, you know what? I I hate that it's going to die a death here. I really am, but I think Super Smash Bros. moves on. Whew! I think it. Mo- I think it moves on. Yeah, because you make a good point. It's it's still around. It's still making now. The newest version. I don't totally know if it's. I I feel like it's playing the best hits at this point. Um, in that it's 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 the metal band that just goes out there and just plays all their singles that everybody knows. And they try to do little gimmicky things, but it doesn't work. But its fundamental roots are still there, and that's what everybody loves about it. Right. So why should they have to expand on it? Well, and and like you said, the base for Super Smash Brothers is so low. The the barrier to entry is non-existent. Right. Any single person can pick up this game. Sure. But it is not an easy game. No, it's not. Easy to learn, extremely hard to master. The the ceiling for it's just fucking massive. Yeah. I've been playing Super Smash Brothers since the first one came out, since my dad picked it up on the way home from work at Kmart in Sydney, and I was just sitting there with bated breath waiting for that game to come home so I could play it. And there are people who will fucking truck me. Yeah. Like... I can't do a goddamn thing. Yeah. And I, I've watched videos and I played it a lot. Um, the the skill range is just so huge. Yeah. Um, to be fair, you also uh, lately just play Wario where you jump on the motorcycle and just drive back and forth. That's how you destroyed me like four, seven, 47 times. Um, there's a lot of great shtick that you can have in this game. Yeah. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe the big delineator here is GoldenEye 007 only had one odd job. Sure. Any character could sure. be a huge piece of shit in Super yeah, Smash Brothers. You're not wrong. Anyone is their own odd job yep. in Super Smash Brothers. Also, more importantly, the odd job of Super Smash Bros, would you argue, is Meta Knight? In Brawl, it was. Yeah. Uh, they've nerfed them since. Oh, have they? But Because okay. um, I remember people being just angry about Meta Knight. Just for tornadoing. The yeah, yeah. Just fucking. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in Smash 4, it was Bayonetta. Sure. In Ultimate. I mean, they they patch it pretty live. So no, if anyone good. gets way too out of sure. um, control, they nip it. But Super Smash Brothers moves on. Super Smash Bros. moves on. Going up against the 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 king. Yeah. The mecha, the number one most sold game asterisk of all time. Of all time. Super Mario 64 <sighs> against, against Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Here's the good news. Yeah. You said Mario always wins. So either way, he's going to win. He can't lose here. He can't lose here. It's you got to. Okay. This is how we do it. You got to, you got to sell me on super Mario 64. You got to sell me on super smash bros. Super Mario 64. The hitch, (laughs) the hitch of, uh, Oh, you know what? I just remember there was something I wanted to bring up about donkey in the last episode. And I completely forgot about it. Anyway. Um, Super Mario 64, the Will Smith of video games from Nintendo. Super Mario 64. Yep. A launch title. Absolutely. One that sold the system. Yep. Is it, would it have been the greatest, the most sold Nintendo 64 game of all time if it wasn't bundled with um, the console? I probably wouldn't have gotten it. No, um, it would. You know what? It may have been by the end of its run because people would have talked about how great it was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now see, I disagree there. Okay. So um, what you'll notice, especially in console life cycles, mm-hmm. is initial games and launch games get outpaced so quickly, especially sure. in the second and third year. Once developers and uh, producers is the wrong word. Production companies. Production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get time with the system, get time with the tech, get time, get time with the, um, the code to be able to do better and and better things. Sure. Um, super Mario 64 was the best Mario game at the time. Sure. Probably not the best Mario game now. Um, super Mario 64, like super smash brothers is still played today. Yeah. But only in a super niche market of time trials. Sure. Um, and, and mods and, and to a lesser extent mods. mods. Um, so not the natural game itself, not yeah. super Mario 64 being played, but an additional lap that someone else has layered. on. Right. 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 Super smash brothers literally still has tournaments probably today. There's probably a tournament going on right now. It's I, being streamed yeah, fucking everywhere. It's, it seems like it's everywhere. Uh, there's, I see locally for us, $500 tournaments every week. Right. Right. Like it's a thing. The new year's Eve thing this year, they had like $2,000 worth of prizes. Right. Like, um, this is this is a game that our sponsor, Beer Dragon Games and Hobbies, was running tournaments for a long time. Yes, they were. Yeah. Yep. Um, Super Mario is the game that your mom could play. Absolutely. Super Mario is not the game for the highest end players that really want a very high level of um, 
a skill a skill ceiling. It's the game it's, outside of speedrunners, right? And, and it, that's only by breaking a very glitchy game. Absolutely. Um, Super Smash Brothers. Your mother could play. Yeah. Hungry Box is a is a professional um, Super Smash Brothers player. Okay. Or, or Mewtwo King. Um, these people would not be interested in a game like Super Mario 64. Sure. It does not offer the the high skill ceiling that they want. Right. Super Smash Brothers is whatever game you want it to be. Absolutely. Items on. Except items for a off. platformer. I mean, story mode had platform elements, bud. You go through levels, especially in Melee. Um, yeah, well, we're talking original Super Smash. But it, right. So it, had, right it, it had time trials. It had the time trials. It had the, the target attack. It Which, had platforming elements. I'll say this. Some of the most stressful moments of my childhood were trying to get the destroy the targets uh, trial runs. Yeah. In the time that you were supposed to do it in. Right. I and I mean, literally struggled. The home run contest, time yeah. trials, uh, target challenge, uh, the regular story mode going up and just all the other additional elements that they put in there. You're fighting in story mode. You know, if you're playing Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, it's you go against 10 people, you fight them. Right. In Super Smash Brothers. It starts out that way, and then, oh, fuck, team fight. They give you some random motherfucker on your team that's played by a computer against two other people. Yep. Stage difficulties. Then you get further into the into the classic mode, and, oh, shit, you got to fight fucking Metal Mario. What the fuck is this? Oh, then you fight the fighting polygon team, and it's like 18 different versions of like other people. There was so much rad shit in this game um, that is fucking timeless and still used today. Mario 64, once again, great for its time. Um... The framework for a lot of other platforming games, especially open plat- or open world platforming games, but was it? Were any of those other games in production before Super Mario 64 was, or was Super Mario 64 just the first? Just like Super Mario Kart 64 losing, because really it just upgraded and expanded what was already there at a previous existing property, and just made it in a 3D world. Isn't that all that Super Mario 64 did? I would not compare that. I uh, would, okay. I that, that one was a yeah, little. Yeah, that would, no. It was, it revolutionized everything. Like, it it did. It made a platform game ridiculous. And you, it's tough because ultimately, and this is, this is, I'll pose this question. At yeah. what point do you feel complete with a game? When you beat it? Or when you're ready to not play it anymore. Super Mario 64 had an end. Mm-hmm. You could go back. You could unlock all the things that you never did. But at some point, the game was over. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. It was it's like it's like first person shooters. It's like multiplayer aspects. It never ends. It's it, you just keep going back and keep going back. Mm-hmm. I wonder if thinking about it if that was a detriment because I never got closure. It was just until I didn't want to play it anymore for whatever reason, like SmackDown to know your role came out for the PlayStation and I jumped on that instead or the new version of it came out. Right. The only thing I would say on that is unlike Call of Duty where everyone just moves to the new one and that's it. Mm -hmm. Not Exactly true for Super Smash Brothers, where they're pretty much all played. That's true. The only reason you stop playing a Super Smash Brothers game is because you sold the console that you played it on. That's that's a fair argument. It's a fair argument. 
if I had a Nintendo 64 and Super Mario 64, I probably wouldn't play it right now. Okay. I'd probably throw in, especially at a party, you're drinking a little bit, fucking yeah. throwing some Smash Brothers. That's fair. That's fair. It, it It's unfortunate that GoldenEye got eliminated because GoldenEye could also be that, right? Yeah. But it's not. It got destroyed by the winner, Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. is going to take it. I was actually loving that. Yeah, they're excited. Um, I mean, it's it's tough, right? Like it's yeah. it's ultimately tough. And I know we're going to get heat about this. So tag us on Twitter, on Instagram of your aim. I want this is what I want. Oh, we should have said it at the beginning of this clip of yeah. it. I want live reactions of people when they find out who won. Folks, there you have it. We crowned it. Yeah. The greatest N64 game of all time, Super Smash Bros. That's going to go on, Tim, to a bracket that we will do probably years from now. The single greatest video game ever made. We're going to take the winner of each GOAT console. So we're doing Mm N64. We're doing PlayStation. We're doing Xbox. We're doing arcades like just specifically games yeah. that were made in arcades gamecube gamecube we we you yep. xbox 360 xbox one playstation 4 i don't the know PlayStation if i want to go that the psp go <laughs> <laughs> virtual boy game gear game gear um the jaguar the link y'all the jaguar the Philips cd system uh What's the uh, oh fuck? It was Neo a, Geo Pocket. Yo, the end game. Yo, can we talk about? Okay, I can't wait for I can't wait for arcade because Neo Geo had one of the greatest games of all time, which is King of Monsters. Is the greatest fighting? I I would argue is the is better of a fighting game. Anyway, folks, there you have it. We did it. If you enjoyed this show, please check out the other amazing shows over at the Professional Casual Network, like Kapapa. Professionally asked, casually answered. And of course, the flagship show that's not really the flagship show, but it's the flagship show because I say it is the space between presents as well as just the space between. Yeah. Where you guys are dive, deep diving into things that hashtag Gennaro did it first. Well, uh, maybe. Maybe. So we got a couple. He does comics. If you guys do video games, he's not going to touch that. So we got a couple of big things coming up yeah. uh, right now. Uh, currently coming out uh, or maybe just finished is the new mutants lead up we did the first 20 comics of the new mutant series leading up to the movie coming out august 28th yep um those comics suck dude like they're really long i'll be honest fucking read it for you and help you through it yeah you help us through. i so i was definitely when you guys told me how bad it was i knew i wasn't going to go read them right listening to you guys struggle to talk about it is hilarious i mean entertaining right. definitely go check it out it's a struggle to sometimes get through those first six episodes, like that first episode that covers the first six issues. Yeah. Cause I can tell how drained you guys are to talk about. Yeah. It. There's easily uh, compared to a standard modern comic, probably easy seven to eight times as much dialogue. Yeah. Most of which doesn't mean shit nope. in any way, shape or form. They're just trying to build whatever they're trying to build. Right. Right. Um, but it does get significantly better. You'll find out in some of the more later episodes. But so we're doing that leading up to the movie, and then we'll review the movie as well when it comes out. Sure. Um, get you to know all the characters so that you know what's going on in the movie when it comes out. Right. After that, we're gonna do the boys season two, which yeah, is gonna I be dropping that. on Amazon. Love that show. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there might be, you know, maybe some room in there. 
for another that'd person. Be, that'd be dope. You know? About time I get on these other shows. So, and that's going to uh, feature our friend uh, Ben from uh, the Carton cast. Oh, shout out to little, little, uh, little Ben. Yeah. He was always a little Ben to me growing up. Uh, of course, check out my friends and hopefully you were soon. Rock my podcast. Did we talk shit about them at all in this episode? Is this the first one in like two months where we didn't just shit on them? No, we did. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did the deep head. It was just seven and a half hours ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shit all over them about it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. They're the Pokemon Stadium of podcasting. Yeah. Great mechanical. Great mechanically. Super sound tech. Did not live up to the hype at all. No. No. Fucking. They wish they wish they were Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Yeah. They're Pokemon Stadium. Um, Krager is the battle system in uh-huh. Pokemon Stadium. They're the detective. Jordan Pikachu. is the story mode. Cam is the character development. Sure. Joe. Uh-huh. Joe's actually a good dude. He's the he's the main menu. Joe is the additional tech. Actually yeah. worked pretty well, yeah. but just you know, just no there. one really used it. Yeah, no one realized it. Yeah. 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 Underutilized. Joe. Joe was the thing that would let you plug your game. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, it was really cool that they nothing offered but it. potential. Yeah, nothing but potential. Just a shame that yeah. it never got used. Absolutely. Of course, also go check out those sons of bitches over at the uh, Breaker and Beans Power Hour. Oh, once again, Breaker and Beans Power Hour. Uh, probably not going to be around much longer. No. Uh, Betty White's literally on her way there. Yeah. Uh, so already there, just pound in big Montana's. Right. Yeah. Which of course, as we know, is the Arby's, uh, or is the Oklahoma post-workout meal. Right. You work out, you go to Arby's, you eat four big Montana's with horsey sauce. Uh, hashtag fuck Jack Gamble. Um, I, you know, I know Jack Gamble will never listen to this. So I love that. I can just constantly shit on fucking Jack Gamble, that piece of shit, cock sucking whore. And I can just fucking take a shit down his throat. Wow. You've been hanging out. I've been hanging out with those guys way too long. I don't want to say their name because they will come back in here. It's like they're fucking Beetlejuice or uh, what's the Bloody Mary or something. Yeah. Say their names. Candy man. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, um, I have been your host, Big Chuck. He's Tim, the middle joystick France. We say goodbye. Stay safe. And remember to leave the blood on the bracket because this has been Elite Eight Showdown. (laughs) Is it time for the show? Arn, you are fucking late, bro. Like, you just know we're. We're going home. That's so stupid. I don't get to be on the show no more. You literally haven't left here, man. You've, we have you? studio lights on everywhere. You know we're recording. Just Dude, come up and like, hang out. Just, oh God, I can't get rid of him.